0: Welcome back to the Diz 10. I'm your host, Buzz Bradley, but for today's show, I'm actually going to be your ghost host. That's right. Today's episode, episode two, is going to be 10 interesting facts about everyone's favorite ride, the Haunted Mansion. Number 10. Most people think the Haunted Mansion was one of the original rides available on opening day in 1955 at Disneyland, but in reality the very beloved Haunted Mansion wasn't opened in Disneyland until 14 years later in 1969. Now the exterior was completed in 1963, but the interior sat vacant for almost 6 years while Walt Disney and his Imagineers worked on the 1964 World's Fair. However, now the Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World was a first day attraction opening on October 1st, 1971. This was achieved because when Disney built Disneyland's version, they also built an extra version for the future Florida project. This decision to make two at one time not only saved the corporation a ton of money, but it also sped up construction, making the Haunted Mansion one of the first completed buildings in the new Walt Disney World Resort area. Number 9. At the early stages of development of the original attraction, it went through many different incantations, originally as a walk-through ride, then as a water ride. Imaginaire and Disney legend Fred Jorger briefly envisioned the Haunted Mansion as a water attraction. In this version, guests would float through the ruins of an old plantation house that had been partially submerged in a Louisiana bayou or swamp. Unfortunately, this version was never realized in any of the Disney parks, but I personally think this this version or some version of this version would have been pretty incredible. Number 8. The Haunted Mansion is located in four of the six Disney theme parks around the world. But what's interesting is that each attraction itself is actually located in a different land in each individual park and has a few different names. In Disneyland, it's called New Orleans Square, which opened in 1951 as the original Haunted Mansion in walt disney world it is in liberty square which opened in 1971 also as the haunted mansion in tokyo disneyland they still call it the haunted mansion and it's still open for them in 1983 on their opening day however they placed it in fantasyland because in the japanese culture they believe that ghosts are part of the fantasy realm that they are make-believe so that's why they put it in fantasyland now last but not least Fort is probably one of the most beautiful Disney parks there is in the world. We come to Euro Disney, or Disneyland Paris, as it is now currently called. Now, their version was completed in 1992 for opening day at their park as well. It's located in Frontierland, but the one difference about this is that it is called the Phantom Manor. This was done to make it more appealing to the French culture. Number 7. As you may have noticed, during number 8, two of the Disney parks weren't mentioned as having any form of a haunted mansion attraction. These two parks are both located in China, one in Hong Kong, and the other in Shanghai. The reason for this is that in the Chinese culture, they fully believe in ghosts, and especially the ghosts of their ancestors. They believe that these ghosts help them throughout their lives and are held to be very sacred. So any attraction built featuring ghosts or spirits would have been considered an insult to their guests, so the attractions were never added to the parks. Number six, even though the Chinese culture doesn't approve of the Haunted Mansion ride itself, they did love the idea of it. So in 2013, in Hong Kong Disneyland, they added Mystic Manor, which was a land that was actually reclaimed from the ocean and was called Mystic Point. Now, even though this ride is very similar to the Haunted Mansion, it technically does not fall into the family of Haunted Mansions because the story has been changed to no longer include spirits or ghosts, but has more of an enchanted mystery house feeling instead with a completely different storyline. Number 5. The ghosts of the Haunted Mansion are referred to as Happy Haunts and not ghosts, spooks, or specters. This was to make the attraction more whimsical and kid-friendly. But as you were reminded while riding, there are only 999 of these happy haunts that reside in each of the Haunted Mansion attractions, but it holds 1,000, which always leaves room for one more. Number 4 For number 4, I couldn't think of a better topic than the four singing busts in the graveyard scene. When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, the Tombstone and wake, Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. when Most people who see these singing busts think that the broken, knocked-over bust is that of Walt Disney himself. But who you're really seeing is voice actor and Disney legend Thurl Ravenscroft. Thurl looked just like Walt Disney. And this is why many rumors have swirled over the years that this is actually a bust of Walt Disney. However, we know it's thorough. I can't mention this without also mentioning Ravencroft's many talents. He is best known for voicing Tony the Tiger for over five decades, but was also known as a very accomplished composer, writer, singer, and voice actor, In fact, he sang with many top acts, including Elvis Presley. Thurl also voiced many memorable Disney characters for various attractions and movies throughout his rich 91-year life. And to this day, you can still hear his voice work in Adventureland, Frontierland, and Liberty Square at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Number three, it was none other than legendary voice actor Paul Frees who was chosen to be the voice of your ghost host on both Haunted Mansion attractions in Disneyland and Walt Disney World. (laughs) Throughout his career, Paul would voice many memorable characters, including Ludwig Van Duck, the Pillsbury Doughboy, Boris Badenoff from Rocky and Bullwinkle, Boo Berry, and Toucan Sam. He also had voice roles in Disney attractions such as Through Inner Space, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. But for me, his most memorable role will always be as our ghost host. Number two. Have you ever wondered why you're told to move to the middle of the stretching room? Well, this is why. So, as you enter the Haunted Mansion's foyer that features a portrait of Master Gracie, the master of the mansion, you'll notice the portrait magically starts to change from a young, strapping lad or master into a complete skeleton. One fun fact about this portrait is that it was originally placed in the Walt Disney World version only and then later added to the Disneyland version, but not in the foyer, as you would expect, but just in the portrait corridor. It's at this point, one of two walls will slide open either on the right side or the left side of Master Gracie's portrait, where you will then then enter an octagon-shaped gallery. Upon entering, you will be instructed by either your maid or butler to please drag your bodies away from the walls and into the dead center of the room. The reason behind this isn't for theatrics, but because the room is actually a slow-moving elevator that takes you down below the level of the train tracks that encircle Disneyland. See, in 1969, Disneyland had very limited space and the actual ride building had to be built on the outside of the park's parameter or berm. So this elevator would take guests down below the track level to a tunnel that would then lead them to the actual ride building. Upon exiting the ride, you'll be brought back up via a motorized ramp. The same idea had to be used in Euro or Paris Disneyland as well, but in both Walt Disney World and Tokyo Disneyland, where space wasn't an issue, the room raised or stretched as an illusion, transporting you absolutely no place at all. Number one. Number one comes with this small, but probably necessary disclaimer for anyone who thinks this would be a good idea. My advice, just don't do it. You will be thrown out of the park, possibly banned for life, and the ride will need to be shut down, ruining other guests' experiences for the day. Now, with no further delay, are very morbid, but I do kind of get it. Number one as you may have already guessed our number one has to do with family members bringing the ashes of their loved ones to the haunted mansion to be spread in various locations throughout the places people like to spread their loved ones ashes vary from the graveyard scene out front to the stretching room to basically any random scene inside but the one that really gets people excited they love spreading the ashes in the graveyard scene near the end now on the surface this might seem a bit crazy but think about it people have their first dates at Disney some people get married At Disney, people celebrate their anniversaries, birthdays, and many other milestones inside the Disney parks. So, having your ashes forever in the park or on your favorite ride doesn't seem that crazy. And personally, I would rather travel to Disneyland or Disney World to visit a favorite loved one that's passed away. I mean, it's either that or a graveyard, or you have them on your mantle. I would much rather go to a Disney park. Now, unfortunately, and this part might make you rethink spreading your loved one's ashes. As most would guess, theme parks have code words for different issues that might arise and need to be handled discreetly. For instance, if someone urinates somewhere, it's code U. If someone vomits, it's code V. But if you ever hear the word HEPA, H E P A, cleanup come over the cast members radio, it means somebody has dumped ashes in the park. And the HEPA super vacuum cleaners need to be brought out to thoroughly clean up what might be human remains for a short time cast members were using the term code granny or we've got a granny cleanup but that term was quickly stopped by park management so now that you know the basics this is how the process works If a cast member or another guest reports that someone has been seen dumping something in a ride that could possibly be human ashes or a powder of any kind, the ride is immediately and completely shut down. Then one cast member will slowly walk or ride through the entire attraction, locating and marking each of the areas that need to be cleaned. Then the ashes are vacuumed up and disposed of with the rest of the park's refuse. So there's no guarantee that your loved one's ashes will actually remain inside the attraction or even inside the park, and most likely they will end up in a landfill. So what happens to the guests that were waiting? Well, those guests that were already in the queue are told that the ride is having technical difficulties and fast passes are issued to each person. But depending on the circumstances, the ride could be closed down for just a couple hours or the entire day, perhaps ruining someone's day or entire vacation. Now, many sources were used in the creation of this podcast, including WDW Magazine, D23.com, Forbes Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, InsideTheMagic.net, and some of our background music was provided by Kevin McLeod, and The Grinning Ghost background music was provided by the Walt Disney Studios. Well, that wraps up this episode, episode number two of the Diz 10. As always, I appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you come back to listen to future episodes as they become available. If you would like to interact with us, we can be found on Twitter at disney on parade so in closing i'll leave you with the same quote you hear as your time in the haunted mansion comes to an end from little leota herself hurry back hurry back be sure to bring your death certificate that's all for now until next time i'm buzz bradley for the Diz 10 May all your days be magical and may all your dreams come true.